Greetings, and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the intersection of security, technology, and society, and thinks about what might be coming next. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that condenses 5 to 20 hours of reading and analysis into a 15-minute summary, as well as regular essays, interviews, and book reviews that cover specific topics. The goal is to give you a concise, curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 287. Starting off with security news. MITRE has released DEFEND, a defensive counterpart to its offensive attack framework. It not only has its own separate ontology for defensive activities, but also maps them to their offensive counterparts. In other words, see what stops what. The cyber insurance market is facing major headwinds right now, largely due to a surge in ransomware payouts. The average paid loss went from $145,000 to $358,000 in the last year. And the DCC metric that looks at direct loss plus defense and cost containment jumped from 42% to 73%. This is forcing companies to raise their premiums to cover some of those costs. So this is a bit of a reckoning right now for cyber insurance. It's, a, it's like the first big test to see if it's going to work. Or maybe the second big test. The first big test was, were they actually going to cover things and stop calling everything uh, an act of war? But they got through that, but then ransomware came, and now they're being tested again. Ant Group is in talks with China state-owned company Infrastructure, to use Ant's massive data sets for credit scoring. This is another example of China's government flexing on their private sector. But this could be huge for their uh, overall desire to uh, track people and basically monitor what they're doing and make sure it's within guidelines, uh, along with the policy that they have of essentially encouraging certain types of behaviors and discouraging others. And with all this credit data that they are going to get from Ant, it's just going to make that system more powerful. Microsoft mistakenly signed a rootkit package that's being used in gaming environments. It's called NetFilter, and it has been seen communicating to Chinese C2 servers. <coughs> Excuse me. GroupSense says Monero is rising in popularity with ransomware gangs due to it being harder to track. HIPAA allows hospitals to send patient data as long as it's anonymized. This is kind of strange. I, I didn't think hospitals were allowed to sell patient data, but yes, evidently so. So lots of companies are looking at how to make money off of all that data. I, I don't know. I mean, what could go wrong here? So what, one thing that could go wrong here is improper anonymization. So the, they're being told that they could sell the data and share the data with whoever they want as long as it's anonymous. But there's so many projects out there that show that when you combine lots of anonymous data, you can end up with non-anonymous data. So I think that will be an issue. The stir-shaken technology to stop robocalls is set to become enforceable on June 30th. 
On that date, major carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Comcast, will need to start authenticating the source of calls to ensure caller ID is not being spoofed. And of course, uh, that is now already in effect. So hopefully we'll see our, our call counts go down for spam calls. I use a bunch of systems. I use like carrier-based systems plus local apps. I don't have that problem as much anymore. Plus, I send unknown callers to voicemail. So uh, I haven't had the problem as much anymore, but hopefully this will solve it so I can open things back up because I do miss a lot of calls that I wish I would have received. There's a Cisco ASA vulnerability that's being actively exploited. Zyxel firewalls and VPNs are under active attack. If you own a MyBook Live Network storage device from Western Digital, you'll want to take it offline before it gets compromised or erased. And VMware has released security updates. The New York City's law department was penetrated due to an email password. Lost data includes children's criminal records, medical records, and personal data for lots of employees at the department. BitDiscovery has raised $4 million in a tax service space. Congrats to Jeremiah and the team over there. Splunk launched Splunk Cloud Security and pulled or $1 billion from Silver Lake. PagerDuty is getting into remediation. Illumio has raised $225 million to protect multi-cloud and edge. And Greylog has pulled $18 million to manage and analyze log data. Technology news. Microsoft announced Windows 11, which has a really cool new glassy-looking interface. I really like the interface. It looks pretty nice. Claims to focus on freedom and choice, which is... Uh, yeah, definitely an attack on somebody in the industry. It will be a free upgrade, and they're beating, they're building teams into the OS, which doesn't make sense given the fact that, one, nobody seems to like teams, and two, what happened to Skype? I mean, <laughs> they had Skype. What, what happened to it? Like, they bought it for, what, $9 billion or something? And... They're switching to Teams and building that in instead of Skype. I, I don't understand their communications uh, strategy here. Andreessen Horowitz has launched a new $2.2 billion crypto fund. Microsoft has closed above a $2 trillion market cap for the first time ever. A new study out of MIT and Boston University says that automation caused up to 70% of middle-class job loss in the U.S. in recent decades. Hardest hit were vehicle manufacturing, printing, and publishing, and the manufacture of rubber and plastic products. And I just realized this should be in the human section, not in the technology section. I guess it could go in either one. Google has decided to... Stop using third-party cookies, but they're postponing that change until 2023, which to me seems like it's like that's forever from now. That's basically canceling the project. A number of Google executives are becoming worried about the company's future. It's a pretty cool link here. 
ITV has a story saying Amazon destroys millions of items each year rather than finding something productive to do with those items. Amazon has acquired Wicker, an end-to-end encrypted communications technology. Safe AI raised $21 million to retrofit dump trucks, bulldozers, and similar vehicles with autonomous tech. Rasgo is a GitHub-like repository that helps data scientists explore, clean, join, and transform data sets for machine learning models. Human news, the U.S.'s economy is up 6.4% in Q1, and estimates are that Q2 will be even higher. The Labor Department says a record 4 million people quit their jobs in April. A lot of people are deciding uh, to quit rather than go back into the office, kind of liking living or working from home. McKinsey has identified 56 foundational skills that will help citizens thrive in the future of work. They're broken into four categories and 13 skill groups. This is an unbelievably good read. Definitely check this one out in the newsletter. And this week is the free week, so you should have got the newsletter if you're signed up. DeepMind says reinforcement learning is powerful enough of a technology to create AGI over time. In short, they believe that if you game smart AI against itself in different types of scenarios, it will eventually learn how to do enough to be considered generally intelligent. The paper talks about instantaneous calculation, perfect memory, and basically says it's allowing computers or will allow computers to outperform humans in almost any task. This is really big because there is basically this giant gulf between the practical machine learning that everyone talks about all the time that everyone has, and it's just becoming ubiquitous at this point, versus, you know, Skynet, uh, a computer becoming smarter than a human and being able to do lots of different tasks. Uh, the famous example of this, of how, how to explain this, is that Alpha Zero, who is like the best uh, chess computer in the world, and it's even better than all the previous chess computers, it can't do anything. It can't tie shoelaces. It can't identify ice cream versus a ficus plant. It just, it can only do one thing, which is play chess. AGI is where you could take intelligence and apply it to lots of different things just like a baby does or like a human does. So this team, which is super famous for doing lots of cool stuff, in fact, they're the ones who put out GPT-3. This team is saying they found a way to go from what we have to AGI. And that is huge. And they're saying it's just reinforcement learning. Uh, I, I didn't read the full paper. I read a, a bunch of it. And I think that's exactly what they're saying. They're saying if you set up these games properly, reinforcement learning will get you to AGI. And that is just massive. It's a massive development. Or, it, I mean, it's not, it hasn't happened yet, but it's really big that this team believes that. In a survey of over 200 police departments, retirements were up 45% and resignations were up 18% compared with the previous 12 months. 
Nearly all U.S. COVID deaths are now unvaccinated people. 150 out of 18,000 of the deaths in May were vaccinated, uh, which is about 0.8%, less than 1%. Belong Gaming has opened the first esports gaming center in Houston. California is paying off all COVID-related past-due rent. A survey has found that men are losing their close friends. In 1993% of men said they had no close friends, and that's now 15% in 2021. And just 15% said they have 10 or more close friends, 15%, as opposed to 40% said that in 1990. China is sending people to Mars in 2033 with plans to build a base there on the second phase. I'm really happy to hear this, but I think Musk and others will already be there when they arrive. Amazon is continuing its rollout of grab and walk grocery stores in London. This includes larger stores, not just the little ones. You basically scan your app when you walk in, you take what you need and you just walk away. I really wish like Safeway or uh, somebody had that. I guess it's probably coming everywhere. Oakland, California is redirecting $17 million from their police budget, which translates to around 50 police officers. I think defunding police is a horrible idea uh, that mostly affects communities that need police the most. Reform, 100%. But, you know, abolishing, uh, I don't think that's the way to go. Content ideas and analysis. I wrote a summary of noise. It's uh, Daniel Kahneman's latest book. It's all about how things like medicine, hiring, and other types of judgment are plagued by inconsistency. Inconsistency that's invisible, which is really important and undesired. And basically, it's also about what you could do about it. It's 10 out of 10 for me. Really important book. We had book club on Sunday, last Sunday. And it was brilliant. Lots of great discussion about Speaker for the Dead. And we picked our next, next book as well, which is about China. And this book, oh my goodness. I'm probably going to do a separate piece about this. It is so interesting. Um, but yeah, you should definitely come join us. Uh, sign up, become a subscriber, and uh, you can come join us on these book clubs. They're really, really fun. Discovery. So we got a sponsor discovery this week, privacy.com. So privacy.com lets you buy things online using virtual cards instead of having to use your real ones, which uh, basically protects your identity and your banking information on the internet. So for me, I think this is great for paying subscriptions or one-time payments, especially if you've had issues with card compromises in the past. So this would disjoin your real information from, from these subscriptions that you're using or whatever you're paying for. So I, I think it's pretty compelling. I am actually going to set a bunch of these up for different kinds of subscriptions, um, maybe that aren't with major companies that I might worry about their security and just have a disconnect between my real stuff and uh, these card numbers and the services that, that are pulling off of them. So 
you can go to privacy.com slash unsupervised learning and get a discount when you first sign up. Privacy.com slash unsupervised learning. And do appreciate them being a sponsored discovery this week. Next one here, DJ3D Louvre. Can't remember how to pronounce that. You basically walk around the Louvre as a 3D MMORPG. And you could just walk right up to the, the paintings and the art and, and see them all. And you navigate around with your uh, gaming keys and your mouse. It, it's really cool. Real-time voice cloning. <clears throat> this is an implementation of multiple papers that allow you to clone a voice using PyTorch. Key differences between TLS 1.2 and 1.3. How Reddit uses its millions of users to moderate content. How to properly build remote teams. A group of academics partnered with the military to try to predict the next war using novels. So like science fiction slash spy intrigue novels. A history of all Google's various mess messaging apps. Nightmare a reverse engineering course based around binary exploitation built into a CTF structure. My recommendation for the week is this book by Daniel Kahneman, his latest book, it's called Noise. And uh, yeah, often far more variation and error in expert judgments than we think. That's how I'm characterizing it and how to fix it. So I think this along with thinking fast and slow and Super Forecasters are basically my new holy trinity of books on clear thinking. They're just fantastic. It, it's like a life upgrade, a cognitive upgrade to read these three books. And the aphorism for the week. It's simple to be happy, but hard to be simple. It's simple to be happy, but hard to be simple. Rabadandrath Tagore. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. And here's your next podcast.